Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. That image of sailing to freedom. Just, can't you just picture yourself sailing through the cosmos? And really, we're, today we're talking particularly about sailing inward and what are the treasures that we can find on those seas. <laughs> because everything that we want is in here. Because we are one with all that is. We are one with the cosmos. And so everything we're looking for, and the more we put our attention on out there as it's out there, the further away it seems to be. But when we come in and we find it inside of ourselves, then we have the opportunity to co-create with the cosmos and bring it into manifestation. Today, I want to focus on four, you know, the 12 powers that we talk about in unity. I want to talk about four of them. One of them is love, not surprisingly. One of them is elimination. One of them is, I, I don't know why I do this to myself. <laughs> Sometimes I just get up here and ad lib and sometimes I actually plan something out <laughs> and make a list and then I forget it. <laughs> Because I seem to be inherently unable to remember even four things on a list. <laughs> I did on my phone. <laughs> you didn't see me just look. I will shut up now. So love, imagination, elimination, and will. Those are the four. So. In the song, he's talked about how in fantasy, he can imagine anything that's going on. Our power of imagination is so great. Whatever it is that we want to create in our life, we have to create it first in our imagination. We have to see it as real. We have to feel it, taste it, hear it. Using all our senses, we have to create it first there. It's the blueprint. If you think about any, everything that's in existence, it first was something that had to be created in the mind. A chair didn't just happen. First, somebody had the idea of, <clears throat> sure would like to sit down on something besides a rock. <laughs> you know? And somehow, a chair came into being. And I'm sure it was very rudimentary at first but it became more refined as ideas refined. But it always begins in mind with the power of imagination. What is it that you are holding in imagination? Recognize that this is no light thing. You are the cosmos creating. You are an aspect of all that is and you have all that power flowing through you right now. It's serious what you are holding in your imagination. Elimination is important because 
just like with your breathing, you can't possibly take in another breath if you don't exhale. You reach a limit. You've all tried it, haven't you? Holding your breath till you turn blue. <laughs> and at some point you realize, oh, I can't turn blue. I, I just can't do that on my own. I have to let go. And it's the same thing with whatever it is that we want to bring into our lives. We have to let go of whatever is in the way of that. We have to let go. So a simple way to do that is through a very intentional power of the breath. There are lots of techniques for it, but the breath is really powerful because we don't always know what it is that we have to let go of. I was just reading... Um, a blog by Seth Godin, I don't know how many of you know him, but he talked about how in order to change and bring something new into our lives, we have to be willing to disagree with the person that we were. So think about that. The person that you are right now has certain opinions, certain habits, certain ways of being in the world. And we all think we're right. The person who is slightly into your future, who has created whatever it is that you are saying that you want, that person doesn't think the same way, doesn't have the same habits. And so these two disagree. They have different ideas. But we're not wired to disagree with ourselves. We're wired to say, I'm right. We're wired to be stuck in our way of thinking and our habits. So if we want to change, we have to be willing to eliminate the ways that we are entrenched. The way There are certain things that we're doing that we know we should not be doing these things. We are well aware of it. And then there are other things we're not aware of. We have no idea. Sometimes we're fortunate enough to have somebody pointed out to us, and we may or may not be gracious in receiving that information, <laughs> but, but that feedback loop is so critical. And if we can do it in a kind and loving way, which is part of where the power of love comes in, then perhaps it will be received. That's, that's a great gift that we can give one another in community. It's a great gift we can give one another just in relationships. To allow others to be reflected through our eyes in a loving way that also shows them areas where they might be able to get more free. This is the power of elimination. And the breath, when you do it with intention, when you just say, I don't know what it is that I need to let go of, but I'm willing to release it. And you make that your meditation. And I'm willing, I know that I can take in something more pow powerful. I can create more good in my life. I, I just open up to receive that. Just try that for one minute right now. Close your eyes and just breathe out. 
I'm going to time it for one minute. So just you just focus on breathing in. You're good. And letting go. Now, before you open your eyes, just notice how you're feeling. Notice if you feel any lighter. Do you feel any more powerful? What do you notice? What sensations do you notice in your body? You notice peace. Sometimes we avoid meditation because we think, oh, I don't have time for that. Everybody's got a minute. Even if you meditate while you're in the bathroom, you know, <laughs> it's, it's some place we can guarantee we're all going to be at some point during the day. <laughs> You've got at least a minute. Why not do something like that? In fact, meditating in the bathroom, I know it sounds kind of funny, but what are you engaged in in the bathroom? <laughs> you're, you're engaged in elimination. So make it conscious. Make it conscious. You're cooperating with your body in letting go of what no longer serves you. You know, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything other than an expression of your power. Now, will is also important because when we turn inside and we find this field of dreams inside of us that we've been sailing to, the things that we want to create in our world, we have to use our will in order to make them happen. Take, for example, the story of Myrtle F Fillmore. Most of you have heard she's the, the co-founder of Unity, if you don't know that. Um, and she, in her 30s, had terminal tuberculosis, which was like cancer is today. When you got the tuberculosis diagnosis, it was very, very serious. And she heard a speaker who said, you are a child of God, you don't inherit illness. And she took that to heart. And she began to meditate. She began to focus with love on her body asking for forgiveness for ever having thought of it as anything less than whole. She began to use the power of imagination to see herself as whole and vibrant. The, the trick is she didn't just do it one time. She did that daily, at least once a day, perhaps more than once a day, but she did that for two years. And at the end of two years, she was free of tuberculosis, and she lived well into her 80s, never 
being sick again. But that took will to do that every time. How many of you have started out on a practice of prayer or meditation or exercise or healthy eating and you've gone a little way down the road and then, oop, shiny object, and you've turned away from it? Right? Haven't, I think we could all raise our hands to that, couldn't we? It's what we do as humans. We get distracted. Our willpower isn't strong. And so we have to engage that will. And we have to recognize that that will is in service of the cosmos. It isn't enough to say, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier about health and, and what we're doing for health, and then we weaken and stop doing it. And, you know, later on, you looking back and say, wow, it was working when I was doing that before. Why did I stop? Marianne Williamson tells the story of how she would be running along in her life and she'd have some big crisis and she'd get down on her knees and she'd pray and then the crisis would go away and she'd get back up and she'd run along and then there'd be the next crisis and she'd get down on her knees and pray and then she'd get up and she'd go along and another crisis down on her knees and pray and one of these down on her knees and pray times, she said, you know, I seem to do better when I'm down on my knees. Maybe I should stay there. <laughs> so, so whatever your equivalent of down on the knees is, however it is that you find that you are able to be in a place of creativity and positivity and love, keep doing it. Use your power of will to do that. Because we all have dreams, and because we are co-creators with the cosmos, those dreams are there because the cosmos needs to keep growing and expressing, and it can only do it through us. If we let our dreams die in us, that part of the cosmos will never be born. And it needs to be born. It's in us for a reason. Everything is possible. The meditation that we did earlier where we talked about the orange door, this is a power that we all have. Everything is possible. And it's our imagination as we open that door. It's our imagination that shows us what is out there. That's how we see it first. I read a story recently about a man who was taking class with Jean Houston, and he was telling her about how he had been, his career was in nuclear waste, and he had taken a sabbatical from the career to raise his three sons, and, and as they got of school age, he was ready to go back to work, and he was telling her, I've got this great idea that I think could change the entire industry for getting rid of nuclear waste. And she said, oh, that's great, but wouldn't that be a really expensive thing? He said, well, it'd take about $200 million to get started. And she went, oh, $200 million? That's a lot of money. And, but he started doing these processes with her, and two and a half days Later, someone offered him $200 million to begin that project. Wow. Huh. 
it really got my attention because I think $200 million is a big enough number that most of us would gulp at it. <laughs> and, and yet, two and a half days, there it was. Anything is possible if we are willing to apply our will to imagining it as possible. If we are willing to come from love and love our dream into existence. If we are willing to eliminate whatever it is that is holding us back from that. Who are you here to be? Are you here to be a great artist? Are you here to be a writer? An architect of amazing buildings? What is it that you are here to be? What are the dreams that have been entrusted to you? What are you willing to give of yourself in order for these to come true? As we focus on sailing inward to ourselves, what we find is perfection right here and now. It's all here now. It's already here now. There's no place we need to go. Do we want a life partner? Love is here right now. And the more we feel it, we imagine it as truth, the more we open that portal, that orange door of possibility in the cosmos for it to come into physical form. That is how manifestation works. <coughs> so this week, as you walk forth into your now moments, do your best to remember the list better than I did. <laughs> Go forth with love and will and imagination and a willingness to eliminate what no longer serves. Let your breath be your ally. You're going to be breathing anyway. Do it consciously. Thank you. <laughs>